welcome to Lending Forward, a podcast where we're lending every bit of what we know to our listeners. From real conversations and lessons learned deep within the industry to education and forward thinking, together we're Lending Forward. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our channels and connect with us on www.atlanticbay.com. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, LLC, NMLS number 72043, NMLSconsumeraccess.org is an equal opportunity lender. Located at 600 Lynn Haven Parkway, Suite 203, Virginia Beach, Virginia 23452. All right. So last time we had you on, we talked with you and Stacey Wyatt about all things modern agent. And today we're taking that conversation to you know a whole nother level and blending the modern agent life with work-life balance. So Thank you for joining us again, Casey. We're excited to hear more from you. Yeah, I'm so happy to be back. So thanks for having me. It's going to be a fun conversation today. Yes, absolutely. So let's start with, we all know, or we think we know what the definition of work-life balance looks like. And I think we all kind of define it differently in different seasons of our life. So right now, how are you, Casey, kind of defining what work-life balance looks like? So in this season of my life, I don't believe in work-life balance. (laughs) I think that with real estate in particular, a lot of people get into real estate with this expectation of all the flexibility in the world. But what we know in this industry is that while there is flexibility and we can move appointments around and move things around, there's actually not a whole lot of freedom because we have to always be accessible. We have to always be on. And Do I know that there are agents that turn their phones off at five o'clock? Yes. Personally, I don't think that I could do that and feel like I was giving my clients my best self and my best level of service. Things happen after five o'clock. They just do. Removing that expectation of finding balance and instead working more towards having an integrated life where I've had to be okay that if I'm at a baseball game, I'm stepping away with the, from the game to take a call, right? Because the gift is that I'm at the game. And when you are intentional about changing your mindset in that way, I think it's just really helpful. And for me, I'm also very like blessed and thankful to have a partner and a husband who supports me in that. There's no, you know, guilt coming my way when I do have to step away or, you know, last night, for example, I had an offer going out and I didn't expect a response until today. And I got a response like, right in the middle of bath time. And it was like, okay, I'm sorry. I've got to go. I've got to go handle this because this is a big deal for my clients. And I, I just need to do this. Can you handle the rest? And he's like, yeah, I got it. And so for me, finding that integrated life means asking for help, giving myself a lot of grace that while I may not look like all the other moms at the ball field, I'm doing things differently. And we have to just kind of like focus on our end goal and focus on what, why we're doing what we're doing, who we're doing it for. And to me, that's been the best way to find that mindset shift on the integrated life. I think that's important for people to hear. And I think we're a lot of women in this industry and you're a mom, you're a sister, you're a friend, you're a daughter. And I know we are all trying to push towards that common goal of getting folks in their homes and we are going to do it at any cost. And I think there's a piece of it that we don't really talk about for boundaries wise. Like I know you've got boundaries and a lot of times people are, especially women, are afraid to say no. Right. So where have you kind of learned your groove and confidence really in enabling yourself to say no? From the very beginning, I work really hard to set expectations, right? Like, hey, just so you know, I'm typically in the office around 8 a.m. 
On Mondays, you'll get this communication from me. If you need me, I'll be at this place. And then as you know, time goes on, if I have a client that I'm working on an offer for, I'll say, hey, I'm going to be doing X, Y, and Z for the next hour. I'm unavailable. Life happens. You're not my only client. You're also not my family. And they're my priority, just like your family is your priority. And so I think that we have to earn their trust to know, like, I think that if I don't respond to something at 9 p.m., my clients aren't questioning that I'm going to get the job done, right? And when they have confidence in my ability, they know that like, if I think it's okay to wait until tomorrow, it can wait until tomorrow. Right. But also I'm just selective. Like if I feel like, cause obviously we all have people that push, 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 push. I think we have to just set the expectation. If you start responding to things at 1030 within the very beginning that you're setting the expectation and you're laying the groundwork. Whereas if I get a text at 10 and I respond the next morning at 8am, I'm telling that person that those are my boundaries without having to implicitly state. And so I think that we just have to hold ourselves accountable so that we're not sending our clients mixed signals. Right. And that goes on both sides, lending and real estate. You know, mm-hmm. whether or not you're just starting or you've been busting your tail for years and you're seasoned, yeah. boundaries are still very prevalent. And I think, like you mentioned, you know, being very transparent up front not only shows your borrower or your buyer that you're committed to them and you really just want to tell them, like, hey, let me just tell you kind of what to expect up front. That way there's no hiccups or questions. You know, I'm a mom and you know I've got a family. And so things happen. So I already appreciate your patience with me on this. I'm going to get the house of your dreams. We're going to get you in the door. No, right. no questions asked, but right. I love that. And oftentimes, you know, people don't hear that enough. I don't know. Everybody does their business differently, but being transparent has so much value right. truthfully. I mean, right. and I'm sure you've got so much experience with that, but what are some other tips that you would give someone let's say, and I know you probably use some scripting too, right? So is there a script that you kind of go off of when you're first meeting with a borrower or a buyer and you, you set those expectations? Yeah. I mean, honestly it is. It's just talking through one, we're always asking them like, what's your preferred method of communication, right? But then I feel a lot of agents, maybe lenders as well, fail to say, okay, well, I will try to communicate with you in that way. But if you need me right away, here's the best way to reach me as well. Right. In that communication for me, because I have people that email me and that's great. I will get to your email most likely at the end of the day when I'm going through and doing my follow-up. If you need me right now, text me or call me. From there, it's okay. And then here's what you can expect from me. I will always respond to you within an hour of receiving anything from you. The reason I say an hour is because I have appointments and I have other clients. I may be in a closing you know, I may be at a doctor's appointment. It doesn't matter where I am. You don't run my world. Yep. And so I will tell them, I will always get back to you within an hour. If I can't get back to you, someone on my team will get back to you, which thankfully I've been able to bring in that leverage, which I didn't have for a long time. And that is also a really big piece of it. On the groundwork, I mean, on the front end, it's, that's just really what it is. It's, you know, you will hear from me on Monday mornings and I will give you a market update and I will give you X, Y, and Z. You will hear from me for throughout the week. You will hear from me, you know, and we just lay the groundwork. And so they know what to expect and they don't just feel like they're floating, right? right. That's the biggest thing I've learned probably in the last 12 months is setting up expectations up front. And would you say you think it's the last 12 months, was there a pivotal moment that you were like, you know, this is how I need to be thinking? I think that as we, my team has grown, my business has grown a lot. 
which is great. It also means I've been learning a lot. And some of that is like trial by fire. But as we grew and as we scaled, it's not just now clients that need me. It's my team that needs me. It's modern agents that need me. And I felt like I had to do a better job of saying, I'm here when you need me. And I've been more intentional. Like if I'm doing something and someone's asking me a question that I know they have the answer to or can easily find the answer to, I've had to be more intentional in saying, hey, I'll get back to you on that unless you can find it in the meantime and other, otherwise let me know. Which is just a little bit of coaching for, hey, I think that you can probably find this on your own. Do so, right? right. And right. equipping people to, to not come to me and to, for, for me to not be the center of the wheel for everybody. Oh, you're empowering them. That As we grew, it just became more clear that I had to guard my time at all costs, or you're going to lose your mind and you're not going to serve anybody well. Right. People, women particularly tend to be the servant leadership and we are always giving, giving, giving. And at some point you've got to really understand that I need to run my business the way that I'm serving myself. And I can only be the best version of me when I'm pouring into myself a little bit too. So one of the things that I felt before you had kids, you know, people didn't talk about mom guilt, right? They just didn't. And a lot of us out here are moms and we are trying to figure out how can I be the best mom, the best wife, the best real estate agent for my my borrowers and my buyers. And I guess we all have to miss some soccer games. We all have to either step away from it or miss dinner with your spouse. That was a very important thing for you and everyone. And you know, one thing that we don't talk about is that it is a real thing. And oh, yeah. how are you kind of coaching your agents? And you kind of touched on it a bit, but to overcome or learn how to work around those things that we we all know that we hold so close to our chest. I think that the first thing is to not play by rules that don't exist, right? Society imposes all of these expectations on women to always be, does it matter if I cooked dinner, if I'm sitting at the dinner table? No, it doesn't. I think it's so important that we give ourselves so much grace. Like as an example, literally as we speak, I have a nanny at home that I hired just for the week of spring break to potty train my two-year-old. Brilliant. Granted, like she's my third. I kind of feel like been there, done that. And I don't feel like I'm missing anything special or life-changing there. But understanding the value of my time and she could do a better job than me, honestly. Because like when I'm home during the day with kids and I've got work going on and on the weekends, we're chasing baseball and the cross games and all these things. It's like, listen, I can outsource this and that's okay. And I actually felt guilty about it. And what's funny is that I posted a little something about it on Instagram. And I can't tell you how many moms were in my DMs. Like, can I hire her? Will she come do this for me? Like she should start a business. Right, I know. And so even in that, it was so validating that, okay, yes, there may be some judgy moms out there. Like, I can't believe she would do that. That's not where my energy goes. Right. The mom guilt is hard. And I don't think it's anything. It's no one can prepare you for that. But I think that we just have to look at quality over quantity. And that's really where I put my focus. I think it's that's so smart to do. And it really, it's the battle within yourself. I think a lot of times I've got two, you've got three, like it's each man for himself out there. And I think when it boils down to it, you just need to not compartmentalize, but figure out, okay, let's see what, what will give me more of a bonding experience with my child if I... Is it being at the game? Like you said, is it because I cooked the dinner and sat at the dinner table or is it what, 
you know, there's give and take. So it's really <laughs> recognizing that one, you've realized with this mom guilt that you have a whole tribe behind you that says, yeah. no girl, it's not what have you, you know, but then realizing like, okay, that was made you feel better. And it was one of those things where it's just like, you know, we all here deal with it and it's just not talked about enough. So knowing now that you've got this full tribe and people do, your whole team has a, the camaraderie is huge there. Industry as a whole, because we're all going through it, whether or not we talk about it. Yeah. And I think that's true. And I think part of the integrated life too, I wish I had it to show you. So again, like I have kids and one of the expectations that I'll set up front is I got into this industry because I used to travel for work three you know, weeks a month. I wanted to be the one that was in the carpool line. I tell people like I'm available from eight to three and then typically like 6.30 on, right? And I'm not serving as many buyers right now. So that's less of an issue for me. But even when I was, I would always tell my clients, if we need to see a house and the only time to see that house is 4.30, I will be there. Right. But can we have some flexibility? And nine times out of 10, they're like, yeah, I'm still at work at 3.30. That's no problem. Right. Right. Or I have three kids in my, in my suburban running around town and I have a buyer saying, this just hit the market. I'm leaving town in two hours. I need to see it right now. And coming to terms with the fact that, is it the most professional thing to show up to a showing with my kids? No. But to that buyer, what's more important to them? Getting into the house or not getting into the house? And so I think when you have set like a baseline of professionalism and they understand that they're throwing something at you really, really fast and you dropped everything and brought everyone and showed up, there's almost like more gratitude there. So I got these little name tags, real estate agents. And I think a lot of lenders have like name tags that we were closings and open houses and things like that. So I had some of those made for my kids. And it says like Rhett Rutherford, Callan Rutherford, like Callan Rutherford is the staging assistant and Rhett Rutherford is the showing partner. I love it. And, and it was funny. I, I don't even remember where I heard to do that, but I, I wish I could give credit. And the first time I showed up and my kids had on the name tags, my clients thought it was the cutest thing they had ever seen in their entire lives. I'm sure. And it was just like, okay, this is not a big deal. This is all in my own head. Yes. Right. Exactly. You put a bandaid on what it might be. And honestly, like you said, the more gratitude, it just, you're a real person. You're yes. a real person, and but you dropped everything to be there for your yep. client, speak yep. volumes, and they'll see that too. So there is that, like you said, integrated work-life balance. It's not, yep. it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You can still take calls at your child's soccer game, at a right. baseball game, whatever the case may be. And it kind of leads me into my last question is what's one planning tip that you can lend forward? Because it really is about planning and making sure that, listen, we've got these guidelines or expectations and transparency in place now. And so what is a planning tip that you would offer to somebody who's maybe just had their first or has three kids like you and is trying to juggle everything? This feels so basic. I wish I could share my screen with you and show everybody listening. Honestly, it's time blocking. And I used to be a big like paper planner girl, but since I have so many moving pieces and so many people, I've moved everything to my Google calendar. Everything has a color code down to like what's for dinner on Tuesday night. That's in the Google calendar. I love the granular. I love it. It, it helps my brain. And then not only that, when I'm looking at my calendar and I'm having to make a decision on overlapping appointments, right? It's like, if I have to go delete my prospecting or whatever, that hurts. That right. I shouldn't want to do that. So now I'm just moving it. 
right? And so similarly, like if I have something client related that's overlapping with something that I wanted to do with one of my kids, if I've already put it on my calendar, it's going to encourage me to, instead of deleting it, just like if I wanted to do something Saturday, I'm going to move it to Sunday and keep it there so that that quality time doesn't get lost. My calendar looks like a Tetris board and my team makes fun of me for it, but that's what keeps me sane and that's what keeps the ship rolling. I love it. So time blocking is key. I'm always thinking that and telling that to our mortgage bankers too. You know, even if it's just, I know that I need to hop on social media because I know I need to invest in my business in that regard. And so when is the right time blocking for you to do that? So I, I love a good time block. Well, thank you so much, Casey. This is helpful for not only people who, you know, are trying to juggle it, males and females, but, you know, really for the spouses to hear it, the moms to hear it. It's just, it's all so important. So we so appreciate you. Yep. Happy to be here. Happy to chat. So it was fun. Thank you, Casey. Thanks again for listening to the Lending Forward podcast powered by Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Don't forget to tune in next week and make sure you subscribe to our channel. Remember, we all play a part in lending forward. So go lend something forward today.